If you wake up in a bad mood, we got just the thing. It gets me in a good mood. Relatable topics. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Puts me in a good mood as soon as I wake up. Kicks 96.9. See, this is where, like, as the number one morning show in Lincoln, we should probably be prepared for this. <laughs> <sighs> I love when things don't work. Okay, fine. Okay. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it? Got it. Okay. You got it? Got it? Got it. We are going to have such a fun time. Fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. That spells fun, and that's what I am. A guy who spells fun. Now, folks, nothing spells fun like fun time. Time for some more fun. Oh, that's fun. That sounds like you had a fun time. Give me that all. Time fun. Have some fun time snackadoodles. <laughs> I like that new one. That was fun. That was a good one. Uh, it was that worth was the wait. Fun. Fun. Worth the wait. Good morning. J.P. Coriel, Hoskernick, The Kicks Morning Show. It is Thursday, July 28th. We're starting a little later because someone was having way too much fun with Tom Sicker at Pinewood Bowl. You know, it was I am so good. <sighs> So jealous. It was so good. The so. person who opened for Tom Segura, his name was Brian Simpson or Bryant Simpson. Look him up. A truly. Get to know him. Truly. If something were to have happened and Tom, like, you know, he, he couldn't perform again. Like, you know, that time he busted out his, uh, some tendon in his leg or whatever, playing ball oh, yeah. against a oh, he like an old man himself. and ended up in the hospital. He was you know the hospital a long time. He had to have his like rebuilt. Yeah. Um. Which side note, by the way, so because of that, he was playing. He was in a like a slam dunk contest. No, it was again. It was a. It was a. No, he he was, said it was slam dunk. Yeah, contest. it was a slam dunk challenge between him and his buddy Bert Kreischer, and he biffed. Hard didn't even didn't even yeah. leave the air, slipped yeah. and fell on his arm. And he well, what he did was he like snapped his patella muscle or or some type of some type of Achilles heel type of thing, and that went foop slice. And then he broke his arm too. Mm-hmm. But when he went into the hospital, the doctor was like, "So did you get hit by a car?" And then he was like, was uh, slam no. dunk competition. He was like, slam dunk competition. Yeah. Um, the video, have you have you ever seen that video? Um, no, I don't think I have. I will send it to you. I it just heard about it. But they had, they had Air Jordan um, or Air Segura t-shirts. Nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> Where it's funny. Like, it's like the Jordan logo, but with- there isn't much of a hop to it. <laughs> I actually kind of forgot where I was going with this whole explanation. Tom Segura was a lot of fun. Y- yes. And Brian Simpson was the opener. Yes. I looked him up. Oh, Brian, that's what I was going to say. Brian Simpson. Uh, if Tom Segura had another incident like that one, right. like the Air Segura incident, right. I would have been completely fine with the opener staying and doing a full set if he had the okay. material. Okay. He was that freaking good. And that's I would have awesome. been like, yes, money well spent. Very good. Yeah. There was also... Um, a heckler, and they got arrested. Which is crazy. Actually, maybe, I'm not sure if they were Actually, arrested. Was a heckler. They were taken away? They were taken away. I can't imagine he didn't get they arrested, resisted. though. Because this bozo resisted? bared down oh, no. and like resisted on the way like. Can't on the way it. out, can't do you it. You could man. tell he was like trying to like put his weight against him and like put his head in like the bushes. If security. Wants you to leave, you need to just go. Well, and it wasn't just security; it was 
it was Lincoln the Police. The popo was there. Oh wow! Yes, okay. I mean security helped kind of like so then clear, clear the way. Obviously, then you definitely need to leave. Yeah, and then Tom Segura from the stage was like, huh, "You're going to jail." <laughs> <laughs> so that honestly, wow. as crummy as it is, because it definitely derails everything. Yeah, um, and it takes you out of it all. Uh it was fun to be a part of that to see a heckler get not only plucked out of the crowd and be kicked out but taken away by police because they're being so dumb that's funny yeah so anyways i mean i don't know maybe you know the person or something if anybody's listening give me the details cuz i want to know exactly what those about <laughs> please okay. please message the page well i'm i'm glad you had a good time <laughs> yes it was a good time it was so so fun I, my cousins Husband and I went because um, she bought him tickets to the show for Father's Day, mm-hmm. knowing that she isn't a big fan of Tom Segura. She thought, well, maybe she could bring like a or he could bring a friend or something like that. But right. you know, life gets busy, and he was like, "Hey, you want to go to the show?" I'm like, mm. <laughs> "I'm down. I'll fall on that sword for somebody. for sure." Well, did uh, did the Pinewood Bowl staff let you set up your uh, hammock and uh, no? But I did make a, and- I did make a joke though to. Uh, to some security that's always there. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, man, I want to do the same thing. Just camp out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because we've got three straight days. Well, you do, three straight. I'll have two days out there starting tonight. Three straight. Oh, oh, yeah. Including Tom, Tom last tonight. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Big Ten, Lindsay L. tonight at Pinewood, mm-hmm. and then Parker McCollum, Randy Rogers Band, and Wade Bowman. It's going to be so awesome. What a great Roger. way to wrap up the weekend. Summer is just flying by. Sure is. With all kinds of good stuff. So, all right. Well, I'm glad you're here. We can officially start the show now Same. that you're here. Yes. Let's get going. <laughs> Coming up next with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. On the way today, it's a day number dump. And Candace is pretty sure she knows why CJ's not calling her back. We'll get her to tell us that, and we'll see if that's the issue with Data McDumpum coming up. Uh, we'll get uh, JP makes his guess with your chance to win your way to one of the three concerts we have here to wrap up the week. Uh, the Saunders County Fair with Craig Morgan and Randall King, which will be live in Wahoo. Uh, and some common things you can't remember, like how to defrost your window. JP, Corey, Oscar, Nick. They keep me laughing and they play the best music. Kicks 96.9. Lainey Wilson cancels due to family emergency. Tim McGraw talks here on Earth album, and Morgan Wallen covers costs for a youth baseball team. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty-gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty-gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing. So Lainey Wilson was looking forward to her tour stops in Iowa this weekend, but she had to cancel. Though she didn't go into detail, the singer tweeted, quote, due to a family emergency, and I'm unable to play this weekend's shows. Uh, she mentioned the Iowa shows. I'm so sorry to cancel last minute, but please trust I would not be backing out if it weren't critical. Yeah. Please keep my family in your prayers. She is a gamer, and she's wonderful. I saw her up in Omaha, and like she, no, she would be there if she could. But something pretty bad must be happening. Yeah, that, so it that sounds. Really sucks. Yeah, it sounds. Whatever it is, pretty heavy and maybe a little tough to deal with. Send I mean, some prayers. So for tough sure. that she has to cancel shows. Yeah. So yeah, definitely going to be thinking about Lainey Wilson and her family. Yeah. So it's no secret that Tim McGraw takes his music very personally. With his latest single, 7,500 OBO, hitting number one, the 45th of his career, wow. by the way. 
He's talking about how it fits into his Here on Earth album. Like one song, I don't think connects to the next song. They all collectively tell a story. The only story I think that they can tell is sort of the life and passing in a lot of ways. I think that you can look at it and you can sort of see somebody's life unfolding throughout the album in different scenarios at different periods of somebody's life. Hmm. Speaking of life unfolding, while Tim's working on new music, his next release will still likely be from that Here on Earth album. So do you know that much? Okay. A little league baseball team in Waverly... Tennessee, not Nebraska. Oh, dang. So, I was going to say. Yeah, wait, really? Awesome. Tennessee All right, it's fine. is going to the Dixie, the Dixie Youth Baseball World Series in Anderson, South Carolina. Okay. And thanks to Morgan Wallen, all of their expenses are covered. Oh, wow. Morgan's also from Tennessee, and baseball is his favorite sport. So when he heard the team won the state championship, he decided to cover the cost of new uniforms, travel, Food, room and board. Wow. The whole shebang. Dude. That's going to be a a pretty little penny. Yeah. Uh, He told the team about it in a video. And at the end, a couple of the kids revealed their own Morgan Wallen inspired mullets. (laughs) One kid said, quote, I got it because of Morgan Wallen. He's my favorite singer. And speaking of him, he donated all this stuff. This is especially meaningful because the area was devastated by a flood that um, last year and it destroyed some local schools. Some of the kids have been attending a temporary school in a refurbished factory even. Wow. Um, That's really nice of him to do that. Yeah, so it's an, it's a nice, I'm sure, breath of fresh air um, for everyone involved, especially the adults that try to keep these things moving along, you know. Yeah, no kidding. To be able to fund their their trip to that Dixie Youth Baseball World Series. With the Nitty Gritty from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kicks 96.9. Here's what's next with the JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick Show. Coming up, we get to the good. If you got a good thing, let us know. Facebook, Twitter, KX969. And here's the guy who did a lot of good for that team. It's Morgan Wallen, his latest You Proof. It's on Kicks. Good morning. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I listen to radio in the morning. It makes me happy. Music, laughter, the jokes. Kicks 96.9. There's enough dumb, bad crap that happens in the world, so we like to focus on good things every day. We do. Uh, and we do that here every Monday through Friday, where you can be a part of good things, too. Just let us know, Facebook or Twitter, KX969. Just direct message us uh, and with the title, Good Things, and we'll make sure that we get it on for you. What is your good thing today, Coriel? My good thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of tie two things in together. Okay. So I saw this story about a Murph, I can't ever say it correctly, Murph. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's the town of Tennessee. Okay. Uh, a Tennessee police officer. Okay. His name is Lance. He was on patrol when he spotted an elderly woman walking along the highway with a okay. walker. Okay. So just picture that. Yeah. He stopped and found out the woman, 84-year-old Elizabeth Good, had traveled 50 miles by bus to get to where she was now along the highway, basically, and walking a mile to her hair appointment because it didn't oh, go that far. wow. Okay. So, of course, the officer offered to give her a ride to her hair appointment and even ex- like escorted her inside when they arrived and made Aww. sure like she got back and everything okay. Yeah. Number one, that is determination. That must be some really good hairdressing yeah. <laughs> because... Well, it's her exercise too, an though. An 84-year-old so. woman, I know, but just scooting along for a, a mile. with a walker yeah. for a mile along yeah, a highway. a long time. And it's probably hot. Yes, it probably is. You know, Tennessee. it's got to yeah, be. That's valid, too. Uh, so I just think that like the whole visual of that story is just so cool. But then it got me thinking, um, I think I tweeted last week or something, 
there was a Nebraska uh, State Patrol car pulled over behind uh, a car with a camper. And uh, you initially kind of think, ooh, you're in trouble. But once you got past him, you realized uh, the officer was out and helping this guy change his like tires on his camper. Very cool. I don't but... know what the deal was, but probably it, blew a tire. And it then... was unforgiving. It was unforgiving the heat that day. There was yeah. like one cloud in the sky. I can't imagine having to be out there doing that by myself. No kidding. So the fact that he, uh, the officer, pulled over and and helped him was pretty cool. I know it's you know maybe in their job description yeah, i mean they do a lot of things but that's really going above and beyond in my opinion i think it is yeah. you know that guy looked like he had a handle on it but he looked t- tired yeah i bet <laughs> so yeah that's my good thing i have two. First of first one is and i i love her but i'm kind of disappointed that i wasn't invited to said wedding but uh a greenwood couple had an opportunity to get married inside an art exhibit and one of them is a friend of mine, Deanna Waltz, who I've worked with in radio off and on for the last 20-some years. And you're bummed that you didn't get invited to the I didn't get wedding. invited! But I guess it was because they oh, they won a contest for an all-expenses-paid wedding inside the Beyond Van Gogh immersive experience at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs. And it looks so cool in what there! What a neat thing. Deanna and David Hud- Dave Hudson... Uh, they got me. Deanna is the uh, the Lincoln Habitat for Humanity Director of Development, uh, and she's a wonderful woman. You and heard her on air with us before. Yeah, she's been on with us before. And she's been on uh, with us on Facebook. Yeah, she actually, when I got into radio, she was one of the people. My, she was one that I looked up to, and she taught me a lot about this business. Uh, and how to survive and how to continue to focus on the good things and helping people out as much as you can in a community. So uh, congrats to De- Deanna and David uh, getting married. Very, very cool and a really neat experience. A very unique do. way. And all expenses paid, too, which doesn't suck. That does not suck. My other good thing is more of a thank you to everyone who voted us number one morning show in town. Yeah. And it's it's not, we're not bragging, but it's important I to... I am. Okay, then that's fine. No, just kidding. It's important to celebrate your your team doing good. It's it's not like we're going around, oh, we're number one. No, we're we're very happy and we thank all of you. I mean, I posted that we're number one. That's, and that's okay. <laughs> On You're, my Facebook It's page. okay. I think you can get away with more than I can because, like, I've got experiences at other radio stations, and so it's like, oh, I need to be humble. Well, I don't really think so, but that's okay. okay. Oh, I appreciate I, you. That's saying nice that that you, that you are wanting to take that route. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> Someone's got to be number one. Yeah, that's right. Someone's and so, do it. <laughs> thank you to the thousands of you that voted for us. To, as your number one way to start your day, we really appreciate you guys listening every day. Yeah, I would. I I echo everything that JP says. It makes us feel really good. It does because I mean we we try. We hope uh, even through like the pandemic and everything that was going on, we kept coming here trying to do our best to take your minds off the crap that's going on in the world, and just have some fun and be silly. And interact with you guys, and we luckily get to see a bunch of you at shows, uh, at events, at just random stops at like a high V. I mean, yeah, we run into a lot of people every it's day. Re- it's really cool, and and we consider you our friends. So thank you for 
telling everybody, hey, I listen to this station. Yeah. And the the Kicks Morning Show is a lot of fun. Keep it up. So we, yeah, please. Please, that helps us keep our jobs. Uh, but yeah, that's just a, a few good things to get the day going off right. Coming up. Go next with the JP Coriel and Husker Nick show. Coming up, we will get you what's trending. It's also a day to more dump on Tuesday or Thursday. And we have the results of a contentious would you rather. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're just reveling in what you did yesterday. I see. Is that on the way next? It's kicks. Good morning. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I used to hate mornings, but now I love them because of this show. Kicks 96.9. Would You Rather is always brought on to almost like us getting to know you guys a little bit better, but also to drive you crazy with ridiculous questions that Coriel has come up with. Sort of like an icebreaker in a way. Yeah, a little bit of an icebreaker. That's a good point. We'd always play Would You Rather in college, and it would always just be the grossest, craziest stuff. Oh, I bet. I won't even give I you an bet. example. It was that disgusting. <laughs> this one, though, kind of stemmed from yesterday's couples therapy where uh, it was two exes, basically, and the guy wanted uh, restitution for taking his girlfriend to Jamaica because he was trying to fix their relationship he thought add a little kinda, zhuzh. yeah and then she broke up with him basically on the trip and yeah like i we we talked about like what if he would have proposed would she have said no would she have gave the ring back because like he's wanting money back from the trip that he spent money on so right the proposal thing is what we focused on with would you rather yes and so then it made us think okay would you rather propose to someone but they say no so you're on the rejection side or be proposed to but you say no and you're the one causing the rejection right so on facebook kx969 i am truly surprised at how many people chose the be proposed to but say no wow okay quite a few of them i think that one, if we were going to like pick a clear cut winner, it isn't. Uh, I, I guess it, I wouldn't say it's it's clear cut, but it's very close to. Okay. If we had to pick a winner of this, I think it looks like be proposed to, and but say, say no. Say no. Okay. Uh, Julie says saying no to a proposal is much easier than I expected. Even easier when the proposal is their response to breaking up with them for being completely unengaged in the relationship. Oh wow! I love okay. it. Okay, no, that's a valid. Airing point. out a little bit of laundry. Sometimes that's you just got to get it point. off your chest. Yeah. Um, Jessica says, "Oof, I'd rather be told no. My people pleasing needs would have me married the same day." <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like that. And too. Jessica, I definitely I identify with that so much. Mm-hmm. Jill says, "I would rather someone say no to me if I propose. That way, I'm not the one hurting someone else's feelings." So there are still there are still folks that would rather choose the option of proposing and then being told no. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, it looks like people want to be the one, like they just, they'd rather be the one that causes the rejection. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Penny says my ex proposed, but something didn't feel right. We had only dated a few months. He was sweet, romantic and felt safe, but my gut said no. He continued, we, he continued dating for two years. He asked me again. I said at year three, I would say yes. 
He applied for a job across the country, moved three months later, started dating someone, and is now married to someone else in less than six months. I now know he love-bombed me, and I dodged a bullet. You may wow. you marry for love, not to just have the title or label. I yeah. definitely prefer to say no than be turned down. And I thought that was really... That's um, a really well-spoken, well-thought-out answer yeah, to that. Re- that's a really um, interesting situation there, Penny, and I, I love that you shared that because that's yeah. so, such a real thing. The whole love bombing thing. Gosh. Um, Be the one to say no. Both are embarrassing moments, though, says Molly. Um, Kelly would rather propose to someone, but they say no. Selfishly, I wish I'd be the one to say no to save the embarrassment. This is what Kaylin says. But realistically, the kind of person I am, I'd rather be the one to get rejected. Because if I said so, I would relive the moment. I'd crush that person every day for the rest of my life. Uh, Jennifer says, sorry, I couldn't say no. I think they would say no. Being with someone for 14 years and we're still not married, guess you could say they said no, LOL. Oh, gosh. And then, <laughs> well, well, that's cool to be with someone for 14 years, though. We'll wrap this one up with Ed. Ed's answer is like one of the funniest ones of them all. I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Good job, Ed. So, would you rather everyone uh, every Wednesday we give it to you and we give you a chance to win something fun or just participate in a great conversation, a good icebreaker? Uh, we've got a $25 Fairway Meat Market gift card we're giving away with this one. So, if you still want to be in for that, jump on Facebook, KX969, to be a part of Would You Rather. Coming up. Go! This is what's next with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. On the way, we'll have a chance to play. JP makes his guess and win. That's a little after 8 o'clock. Before that, though, Dan and Bertup up at 720, and we'll get to what's trending next. We go. Wake up, y'all. JP, Coriel, and Oscar Nick on Kicks 96.9. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Let's go down. Right here on Kicks 96.9. Three. So after receiving more than nine inches of rain that led to severe flooding, St. Louis, Missouri could definitely use a break. Mm. However, it isn't going to happen. Okay. At least not until this weekend. Forecasters are calling for more rain to fall on the city. Although the storm isn't expected to bring nearly as much rain as the previous downpour did. Still, though. The National Weather Service is warning residents it could be enough to cause even more flash floods across the city. Yikes. So this new storm is, um, you know, they're they're going to know a- about it ahead of time, at least, which is nice. Um, but there have been a lot of like, like the St. Louis fire department has rescued people from like 18 different homes. At least one person has died after their car was hit by a flash flood that left it under eight and a half feet of water. The videos and the photos coming out of St. Louis, Missouri are just crazy. And I guess maybe it's just interesting for, for me to see because we, I've been there like plenty of times and, okay. um, and some folks around here, they may have oh, yeah. family out that a, way, a you know, that people can take around here. Yeah. Know? I feel like that's a, a, a more common than not place. Yeah. to uh, go, especially if you have family there. So right. anyways, it's just, it's uh, it's crazy to see that uh, that place is already taken on so much and then they just get more rain. <laughs> yeah. Piled on. Yeah. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on that proposal. So, yes, the Biden administration says a proposal to get WNBA star Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan out of Russia has been in the works for quite a while. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony uh, Blink, Blinken 
uh, has confirmed a substantial proposal was put towards them to get them home, and he said he made it weeks ago. Now, multiple outlets are reporting that the offer is to swap the pair with uh, imprisoned uh, for an imprisoned Russian arms dealer, oh. uh, Victor Boot, who is also known as the Merchant of Death. Okay, which is just great. Let's not do a, a swapsies <sighs> there. That doesn't uh, sound like a great trade. Z's. Why yeah. don't you just? Why don't you just give us our folks give and we'll call it good. Um, uh, he's serving a 25-year federal sentence for conspiring to sell weapons to people he knew were, had the intent on killing Americans. So I don't know yeah, what's going on with uh, that. Let's keep him where he is. Yeah, I kind of think I that's like... I don't know if we want the merchant of death out there. No, that's a terrible idea. That's scary. But then also, uh, President Biden is popping back after recovering from a mild case of COVID. Uh, he spoke from the White House Rose Garden yesterday, uh, said he tested negative twice after isolating the past few days. He is feeling great. He warned about the spread of the BA5 subvariant and said COVID is still with us. Uh, Biden insisted full vaccinations and booster shots can prevent serious illness, hospitalization, and death. He said people should take full advantage of the life-saving tools, including wearing masks in crowded indoor spaces. One! Promise me now, Rose. <laughs> And never let go of that promise. I promise. Never let go. She's a liar. And then she lets go. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go, yeah. You did. And then she lets go. (laughs) I'll never let go. Yeah, so um, here's a conversation starter for your next pool party. You can now own a float inspired by the door that Rose survives on at the end of Titanic. No. Yeah, so what you could you can get one, and then you can settle the long debated question: Could Jack have fit on there too? There's a floaty; it's four foot by seven feet, so it's it's possible that it's a little larger than the real life door from the sinking Titanic. It's four. It's four by seven. Four by seven. And, of course, it's made to float, so it's probably much more buoyant than the door would have been. But you get the idea. I and saw you get the, to play around with it. I saw the craziest meme. Okay. It said, how weird is it that the Titanic sank in real life and this tragedy happened in real life in the 1900s? And then in the same like decade, we also had a movie about it. Oh, wow. That's wild, too. You know? Yeah. Because it just well. seems like the separation was so far. Yeah. And it was just so old. But it, it ni- really like wasn't. 90-some years separated. I mean, yeah. yeah. But it's just weird. To, it's so weird to me to have something happen like that in this in the same decade. To Like yeah. the tragedy happened and within the same decade you get like That's a... It's very interesting perception. A movie perception. of it. Uh, so for 30 bucks on Amazon... It's, it's the original Titanic pool float, inflatable double-sized two-person raft on the iconic floating movie door. Unique, fun swimming lounger. Could Rose really have saved Jack? Decide <laughs> for yourself. I want one so I can float down the Elkhorn. Okay. I will order this for you for your birthday. That's what I want. I'm adding it to my cart right now. There okay. you go. Okay. Thanks. So if you guys could check it out. <laughs> That's what's trending today. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Picture this next month at some point in time. 
I will be on that floating down the Elkhorn River, and then you'll just see Jackson like doing knee highs <laughs> through the the water and going, yes. "Get let me on!" Yes, and I'm like, "No, there is room." You guys, he's can like, "Yes, there is." Reenact the whole thing. That's hilarious. Coming up six minutes away. <laughs> it's a day to dumb on Thursday. We'll talk with Candace and sort things out. Coming. Yeah. Wake up. Morning sound better with country. JP Coriel and Husker Nick on Kicks ninety six point nine. Candace thinks she knows exactly what the problem is between her and CJ. We'll be the judge of that in an all-new Datum or Dumpum. Love, lust, or something else? Find out next on Kicks 96.9. It's Datum or Dumpum with J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. Good morning, Candace. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good, thanks. Hey, we're doing all right. Give us a little bit of the rundown on why we're talking to you today. Okay, so I've gone on a few dates with this guy, CJ, but then it, it's been like almost two weeks, and now like when we text, like he barely responds. What I think huh. it is is that he's just kind of like shy, and that's fine, but he's okay. maybe embarrassed because... Why? We, we hooked up the last time, and he couldn't stay um, excited. You know what I mean? And, oh. And I just want to know that that's fine. Like, he can get redemption. Like, okay. <laughs> Wow. Um, okay, so you obviously know uh, Dana or dump him and what that's like. So thank you for offering what you suspect to be the issue. So we don't have to tackle that part. (laughs) So you guys hooked up and it was for the lack of better terms. (laughs) Uh, A little limp. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So now you don't hear from him as much or you'd barely get a response. Yeah. I just. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a big that um that, can that is be, a very big could be. Yeah. I don't know what issues, that would be like. <laughs> yeah, performance issues can be embarrassing. That would hurt someone's pride, I can only imagine. Oh, for imagine. certain it does, yeah. And it um, shouldn't. But it does. But it does. <laughs> so you think it might be that. Did you hook up at your place? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything maybe at your place like we're just gonna get that a, could have cut out other possibilities? That? Like, did you have pictures of like oh. your dad and mom all over your room, and it was just hard to focus? <laughs> um, no, I can't think of anything like that. Okay, my place is pretty normal. You don't have like a thousand stuffed animals on your bed as a grown woman. I don't have any stuffed animals. Okay, okay, okay. Your your Not dog. Not to say that that's okay, bad, here's but something. I just can imagine that'd be hard. Was like. your dog and or cat staring at him the entire time you guys were wrestling? <laughs> animals are crazy because animals I, that can throw somebody off. I don't think my cat was in there. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I hope it was. All right. I mean, he knew I had a cat. He knew you had a cat. Okay. All right. right. Wanted to go home. Okay. To pet your cat. All right. Well, he's <laughs> Coriel. Um, but maybe he's a big fan of feline. He might be. So. Well, let's ask him. We're going to straight up ask somebody, hey, was it your performance issues? I guess. Okay. I mean. No, that, we'll ask it nicely. We'll, we'll figure out a way to ask him. But we'll keep that in um, mind that that, that that might be the reason. We'll keep that in, in your mind. mind. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, well, okay. what we'll do is we'll give CJ a call, see if we can get him on the phone, and we'll chat with him. Maybe we can sort this out and get you guys another date on us. We'd be willing to pay for dinner out uh, on us and see if uh, things can progress in this. Otherwise, at least you'll know what the issue was. Great. 
things. Here's what's next with the JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick show. All right, now it's your turn to play along with Dana Bertop on the all new one. Uh, Candace, what do you think went wrong? She thinks she has nailed it on the head, but what do you think went wrong? on her and CJ's encounters. Yes, please tell us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter too. On Twitter, please, please use those GIFs. Yeah. Because GIF form is the best form. That way you can be a part of Data Bird Dump them. There's always more than one side to the story. More Data Bird Dump them is coming up on Kix 96.9. And we're wildly speculating on why uh, CJ's not getting back to Candace. They've got out a couple times, got together um, most recently. She thinks it's uh, his shyness during performance. Uh, and we're having you wildly speculate. I Go to Twitter, Coriel, for me. Okay. What is Bronco Trav saying in his <laughs> gif? Um, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Tayama? No, I don't... Is that what it says? Well, I Jesus like how Sayama. you just blindly read maybe a different language. It's like, maybe let's not do that in case it's something bad. Well, it, no. I, I don't, know bad I don't words. think it is. That's not a bad word. I know bad words. That's not bad. Maybe it's a, I just don't understand what Bronco Trav. But uh, maybe, maybe he means like, oh, he says there's a, oh, there's a picture of Jesus staring at him. He just replied. He just replied. Okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, talk about out of context contest. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Like, what what does this give me out of context? (laughs) context. (laughs) No, that's actually valid. That's somehow, I think, worse than photos of like parents hung all over the walls. Right. Is Jesus staring down at you? Yeah. Or that uh, picture of Mother Mary who looks like Nicolas Cage. That's another (laughs) one that. A lot of Catholic families have in their house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Keep your wild speculations coming. That'd make me feel a little weird, too. (laughs) On Facebook or Twitter, KX969. We will talk to CJ next with an all-new Dana Redumpum. This is JP, Coriel, and Oscar Nick. Gets me in, like, good spirits. I need it. Kicks 96.9. Now the conclusion to date them or dump them with J.P. Corey Ellen Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. So if you're just joining us, we're going to do our part to help Candace out. She and CJ have gone out for a, f- a, a f- couple dates. They've spent time together the last two weeks, but now like he's all of a sudden just stopped texting. Uh, she thinks that the reason CJ is dodging her is because when they were um, wrestling, Wrestling. He uh, his performance wasn't the best. Um, yeah, yes. And there were some like challenges kind of, there. Yeah, since like um, yep. And that's that's what she thinks went wrong between <laughs> the two of them. We're here to find out for sure. Let's talk to CJ. Hello. Hi, we're looking for CJ. This is CJ. CJ, hi. It's uh, JP and Coriel with the Kicks Morning Show. Good morning. Oh, this is this is the radio station? Yes, sir. Yes. yes. We are hunting you down, my man. Okay. <laughs> good, so, good news? Did I win something or what? Well, maybe um, we'd be willing to give you dinner out on us if yeah. you'd be willing to have a conversation. Win a wonderful night out with a wonderful woman named Candace. Do yeah. you know who we're, we're talking about? We're calling oh. because of Datum oh, or wow. Dump. I mean, Candace wanted us to reach out to you, bud. Oh, God. Yeah, so wow. we... Yeah, go. Uh, 
how do we jump into this? Okay. <laughs> CJ, Candace believes she might know why you're dodging her because you might be embarrassed about what happened during the wrestling match. Oh, wow. Uh, Are you picking up what we're putting down? Yeah, no, I just, this call came out of nowhere, so I'm just yeah. trying to catch up. No, that's very, uh, that's very, very valid. Wow, that's okay. okay. That is, it, it, that's, I guess, true, but it's also not true. So, so. the performance issues was the issue so or no? Did, so that did happen? <sighs> Look, I, I didn't want to be rude, but she, she just got super clingy, okay? She okay. talks constantly, and she'd ask about other people I've dated, and then not so subtly, she would do the exact opposite. Like, like what do you mean by that? Like, like, I said my most recent girlfriend um, and myself, we didn't have similar interests. You know, she hated sports. So Candace kept on bringing up sports, like, in every conversation, even though it was clear she didn't know jack about sports. Oh, oh. And it just felt really forced and weird. And yeah. constantly wanted to be reassured that uh, I like her and I want to go out again. She's always asking what I'm up to, who I'm with. Oh, so she just straight up, like, won't... Won't give you even a, a Sounds breath. a little, like, smothering, kind of. Absolutely. Smothering. Yeah. It's like she's a private investigator who's got a middle school crush on me. And I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I, I couldn't, you know, perform because of nerves, but I'm just turned off by how smothering she is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, it, so and she was laying this on kind of thick, leading thick. into yeah. and during and before, during and after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it got to be a little much and yeah, can't when that's going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. no. <laughs> All right. Let's bring in Candace. Because this is Data Dump, and we have Candace on the phone with us. She's the one who asked us to reach out to you. So, Candace, it's not necessarily about the second Just act of physical the, inability. Right, right, right. It, I think it sounds like maybe it started emotionally not, and it led to the physical It's not him. Stuff. It's you. Like, oh, it, no. I mean, basically is what he's saying. No, no, no. I was trying to get to know him. And like reassure him. Okay. Uh, my feelings are going to hurt you guys. I had no idea. Uh, well, Candace, first of all, we really appreciate you being open to something like this. So, for, first of all, thank you for doing that. And that's a brave step. Second, we. I am sorry that your feelings are hurt, and it's never easy, especially when you're dealing with only feelings. I mean, it's a it's a relationship, right? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. you know, try not to let this completely ruin your day or something. He's just yeah. being open. You asked, and yeah, he answered. You, right. So, and it, that's probably why he was dodging you is because he didn't want to be mean or hurt your feelings and saying that. Is that right, CJ? Yeah, but now she's saying all this shit on the radio about my. Do hundreds of people a day, so we didn't avoid that at all. <laughs> uh, put me on blast like that, so it's really weird and even more awkward now. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And um, yeah. all right, Candace, have, have you ever seen the movie? He's just not that into you. Well, yeah. Okay, great. Um, good luck. Okay. Oh. So from what I can tell, and the fact that CJ just hung up, Candace, uh, is that he didn't appreciate getting blasted on the radio about... Um, I think he that was his sign-off of saying lose his number. Yeah. I, um, wow. Yeah. Okay. He, he did get a little agitated there at the end. He probably didn't need to say that, but... 
you know what? Maybe what? this is a good sign because I don't think he was in it for the right reasons. Right. I don't think. Because he was still willing to hook up with you. Yeah, that's true. And then dodged you and said it was because you were, you know, smothering. So, Candace, good luck. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. No problem. And we hope you have you, you have a good rest of your day. And if you uh, have any friends or anything like that that you can go, like, hang out with and just get your mind off it for a little bit. Yeah. Just dust, dust it off and you'll be, you'll be right as rain, okay? Okay, thank you. You don't have a right to be angry about that or upset about being called out like that on the radio? I didn't say that. Okay. No, no I Just the way he ended that. it is what you were... Y- yeah. Okay. When he asked her about the movie. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> trying, to, trying to have a, a mic drop moment. Sort of shots fired, but... Yeah. But, I mean, I suppose she did open that can of worms. She did. Un- unintentionally, I think. <laughs> hurt his feelings, because now you know everybody's got a friend named CJ. They're gonna ask him like, "So, <laughs> is it you? Were you on Dan or dump him <laughs> the other day with the, the girl named Candace?" Oh goodness gracious! All right, well, <laughs> that's the thing is, if you are gonna let us dig into these things, you sign off on your approval to let there it happen. Are just some things that can go swimmingly, and then there are others that just right. go awry. <laughs> If you need our help, we're here for you. Whatever it may be, Datum or Dumpum happens Tuesdays and Thursdays. Just direct message us, Facebook or Twitter, with the title Datum or Dumpum, and we'll do the best to help you too. Coming up next, go. Next, with the JP Coriel and Husker Nick Show. Imagine being stuck in your car and having no clue get to work with what was going on. Whoa, what? That happened to Coriel the other day. What? She was stuck. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get to work with this going on in my car. (laughs) We'll explain in three minutes. It's Kicks. Wake up with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Country mornings are the best. Kicks 96.9. Imagine yourself in your car, (laughs) starting it up, getting ready to come to work. And all of a sudden, the windshield is fogged over. What do you do? What? You panic. Do you do? No, you don't panic. Yeah, you panic. Okay, Coriel, please explain yourself. No, hear me out. Okay. Defrosting a car, for the most part, is a lot easier. Because it's like heat. Because there's frost on it. Okay. It's heat. Yeah. But defogging... This is what gets me tripped up every single time. Okay. Every single time, windshield fogs over. I don't know what freaking setting to put it on and like how high it should go, what temperature it should be, because it all depends. Is it, is it cold out this morning or is it on like the really warm, sticky, humid side? I feel like that has something to do with it. Does anybody really ever know what exactly to do to defog your windshield? Don't lie to me. Because JP, when I talked to him about this yesterday off air, he made it sound like, button. oh, yeah, no, I know exactly. You hit the defrost button and turn it all the way up on high. Yeah, no, but 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 then we talked a little more, and y- you would have to admit, JP, you said, yeah, like you, you fiddle with it to, to find the right 
combination. Well, well yeah, no. In because I know you you defog it I, by I like, said, like it's, it's summertime, so you have the air conditioning on. So I just turn up the de- defrost and and crank it on high with the AC on. Yeah, Here, but I me, think that doesn't me, always work. Okay, let me Google real quick. Best way to defog. See, these are things. These these are things we should know, and and we, I'm right. Okay, explain. If defogging, turn the AC on, defrost button on high. Turn okay. If defogging, turn the AC. The, so the AC, AC has on. to be on. Mm-hmm. To so get not rid just of the, cold air. No, no, no. Like See, AC. I don't know that. I never know that. How do you not know that? Do, JP, you just looked it up. You can't say, how do you not know well, that? I just you naturally just knew how to do it. I had the no. same thing no. happen to me when I got into my car, and I just kicked on the air on high. The AC was already on, so let's hit the defrost button, and boom. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you can, yep, okay, yep, JP knows how to defog a windshield. Okay. I can't be the only one that wrestles with that. You hit, you touch a button, you flip a knobby, you, you you flip a switch, you do something until it starts going away. I know I'm not the only one. There's a lot of common things I think we forget. Like, okay, when you make a noodle package or like you make some type of um, dish with directions on the box, right? Okay, yeah. JP, do you read the directions and go, okay, got it, and then throw it away? Only to dig it back out again because you just oh, forgot what you just read. I used to do that a lot. Now I stop. I have to have it on the counter with me to follow the directions. Right? Yeah. Or Google it. One of the two. That's the thing. And and almost even then, even when it's on the counter, you're still going back to it. You're reading it and you're like, okay, this isn't hard. I do one, one, two, three. That's what I do. That's all I do. But then you'll get one step done and then you'll be like, wait, what was it again? Yeah. I'm not surprised by that at all. I've I've seen you when I try to explain how to do something in here and you literally have a notepad and you go one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way to 50 to make sure that you follow. Sometimes 60. Sometimes 60. Make sure you're following the the way to do it. I also think. you'll get lost halfway through the instructions. I also think I've gotten better about this thing that I forget, but I always need to double check what temperature I should bake my chicken at. Oh. Like some of these things are just standard. Like I understand that. Yeah, but then but then it's the whole like you like you can have it higher for a shorter amount of time to make it like juicier, I think. Yeah, you it's yeah, that's really a judgment call. There's all these like else. rules of thumbs that I'm like, okay, I, and then I learn it and I'm like, great, what a great tool to have for the rest of my life. And then I just Google it again. I yeah. never remember it. <laughs> the defogging is a big one for me. Well that's why it's and it's it's funny that you mentioned that because it's like nowadays we can just google everything mm-hmm. that's why like my mom and grandparents had like recipe books and like folders to be able to write everything down because you can't remember everything no, no. it's not all going to stick in your noggin so it's yeah, good to write it down stuff i think you should know <laughs> we should know okay well and then and then the other realm of like forgetting things like when you just straight up walk into a room and then it hits you that you no longer have any idea what you're doing there. Like, oh. why you even went there in the first place. Yeah. You have to retrace your steps. Yeah. And figure out what you were actually here for. But that's kind of a different animal, yeah, you know. That's that's for full on being forgetful. But I truly, like, I never remember. Um, I always have to look up how many ounces are in a pound. Okay. How many ounces are in a pound, JP? How many ounces are in a pound? I have no idea. I have to Google it. Exactly. These yeah. are things we should know. And we just don't know. And then we look it up and we go, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what do you do? Google it next time? Yes. I think it's 16 yeah. ounces. Yeah. Right? 
I'm looking right now. 16, you're right. Yeah. But see, that's just because I've, I've looked it up ounces. so much lately. And you know what? I, I'll forget again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll forget it again. Won't stay in your head. So either I'm slowly deteriorating. No, I don't think you are. Or somebody agrees that there are just common stuff that we will never retain. Okay. I don't know so you, what the deal is. You want other people to participate in the conversation? I about would. This I want to know, like, what common thing. Do you always forget? What's like a common thing you just can't remember? Okay. And this will get you qualified for Fairway Meat Market gift card. Get 25 bucks of Fairway Meat. Free meat. Yeah, free meat. Just don't forget to set it out to defrost, which is also on a list of highly forgettable things. Okay. So where where are people going to post these up? At? Facebook KX nine six nine. You can also do it on Twitter too, and we'll give you a chance to win your way to getting free meat from us at Fairway Meat Market. Yes, jog that memory. Go. This is what's next with JP Cornell and Husker Nick. I know we'll have kind of random answers, but like I think whoever's got the funniest or more most ridiculous one, like defrosting your car in the summertime, defogging or defogging whatever you call it. Uh, I think the the funnier the better. The most yeah. ridiculous ones, the better. Yeah. In my opinion. So I'll do that. Facebook, Twitter, KX969. Coming up, a special round of JP Makes This Guest to hook you up with tickets. The Saunders County Fair to hang out with Craig Morgan, the Randall King, and I. All right. Uh, JP Coriel, Husker Nick, good morning. We do have to address something that happened earlier in the show. Oh, God. Um, we got a message because I, in what's trending, the number one thing, and Ferris <laughs> is here with us now, too. She's going to be playing uh, J.P. Makes His Guests in Husker Nick's role coming up in a bit. Uh, but we had mentioned in What's Trending that there's a new floaty, which is the door from the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Coriel was mesmerized by the fact that uh, it it happened back in like the nineteen early 1900s. And, and in that same, uh, what she said, uh, decade. I said in the same the decade. The same decade. <laughs> We had the the Titanic sinking and a movie about the Titanic sinking. Yeah, which just seems so weird because you know it's right. like it's so far apart. Uh, um, and and Tina thankfully messaged the show and said, <laughs> "Coriel, I think you meant to say century, not decade. A decade is ten years, and the Titanic did not sink in the last ten years. Whew! Had to get that out of my head and off my chest, or I would have exploded." Thanks, Tina. And, and you said, "Okay, so so her name's Tina." Tina, Tina Han, uh, Tina, Tina John. Thank, thank here's you for- the deal. I have never identified so much or more than wanting to get something like that off your chest when you notice that somebody yeah. says something wrong. Right. Yeah, and you know she feels better now. Yes. Yeah. Physically, yeah. You know, mentally. Like, you know. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Whenever I think of decades, Got it out. I'm like, all right, this this is this has got to be ten, right? No, I'm glad that you mentioned that it isn't because century has ten in it. But it's opposite of that, as oh in, no, God. there I'm isn't 10 years. I'm going to restart this song because, Wait. like, this is... No, Century doesn't have 10 in it. No, it doesn't. No, but, like, sen- <laughs> Century... Well, okay, right, the letter's for 10, though. Okay, that, that, that's, yeah, that's what sure. I mean. But it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm holding. Listen. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> Century... C, I almost said S. Yes. C E N T. Okay, right. Uh-huh. So then, so with those letters, you can spell ten backwards. Well, right? Yeah, like, no. like jumbled around. <laughs> no, jumbled, jumbled, jumbled around. around. You get ten, and then I go, okay, all right. Opposite of yes, green light ten. It's actually <laughs> no, not ten. 
It's what 100. Listen, is going on no, in your the, head? This is the best example of why this is the number one morning show. <laughs> These moments right here, I get it. I'm here for it. And so is the rest of the community. Oh, my God. God, Coriel's a gem. Whoa. Does it really, does it really not make sense? I'm going to move on. In your head, it does. In your head, it does. It makes perfect sense. It works for you. If it works for you. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Well, don't hurt your brain. I'll give you a little bit here to get ready for JP makes his guest coming. (laughs) It's Kick 96.9. Good morning. Sorry for the delay, but we just had to sort that out. Uh, it is time to play everybody's favorite game, JP Makes His Guess, where you can win fabulous prizes like hanging with us at the Saunders County Fair coming up on Saturday. We've got Craig Morgan, hitmaker Craig Morgan, and hitmaker Randall King, both there live in the same night. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a really awesome way to um, sort of end the weekend. Right, because we'll have three shows in a row, basically. Yeah. Well, four if you count the two of them together. That's kind of that's that's oh, some yeah. big shows together. Yeah. All right, so if you'd like to win your way to Saunders County Fair up in Wahoo this Saturday to hang with us, four six six nine six nine six. Ferris has generously came back in to compete against Coriel. She wants to see if she can get another W on me. I yeah, see it in her eyes. I but. really do. I wore, I was wearing sunglasses this morning. I was like. <laughs> Uh, you know, Top Gun style, like I'm in it to win it. Right, mm-hmm, right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if that translates in the studio, but it did in my car. In my car. brain, <laughs> I was, I'm hoping that you like felt really, really confident coming mm-hmm. in here. And then once we have that conversation about how I get to what is 100 years versus 10 years, mm-hmm. I hope now you're just even more confident. And you're like, this sh- I, this should be a walk in the park. I think my confidence. I hope you take pity on me, to be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, I might, because my confidence was really boosted when I was listening to the defogging situation. <laughs> and, that and here too. I am now, and I just I see your face, and I just want to kiss your face, and I, I think you. I might let you have it today. I've been very humbled okay. today. So. <laughs> so if you'd like to play, JP makes his guess and either pair with Coriel or Ferris for your chance to win. 466-9696 is the phone number. 466-9696. We get callers number 9 and 10 to play today, and JP makes his guess. It's mornings with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Start my day off. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, it makes me get pumped. Brightens up your day. Kicks 96.9. JP makes his guest time, and in for Husker Nick is Ferris. Good morning, Ferris. Good morning, JP. Okay, and Coriel. And Coriel. Oh, yeah. Hey, girl. I know, we're, I know we're competing today, but... You know, Still like be cordial. Good morning. Okay. Still be cordial, as if there's something to be concerned about. Right. <laughs> Uh, with your chance yeah. to play and win your way to the Saunders County Fair in Wahoo with Craig Morgan and Randall King, that is Saturday. We've got playing on Team Coriel. Ashley, good morning. Ashley? Good morning. And on Team Ferris is Paul. Good morning, Paul. Morning. All right. Good and today, um, we have a very special top 10 for you guys to okay. choose from. How do you do special? Five, yes. Barf, 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 woof, woof, woof. Am I a cat? I'm a dog, barf. We talk a lot about how much we love our pets. But I guess someone wanted to take them down a peg because there's a new survey of a thousand pet owners looking for the most annoying things our pets do. Okay. And so today we are going to get the top 10 most annoying things our pets do. Those people are not my people. <laughs> uh, Coriel and Ashley get to go first. Ashley, what do you think? Um, shedding. My huskies 
winning at that one right now. Yep. Shedding? Shedding. Show me shedding. Mm. Number three answer. That's why if I were to get a dog, like if we were to have the, the ability to get one after we move or something like that, I'm going to have to try to go with... One of them, uh, one of them, hyper allergenic, shedding ones or something. Yes. I can't mm-hmm. deal with it, mm-hmm. man. That mm-hmm. the hair, too much for you. Especially if you have any form of OCD, forget right. it. Right. No, that's mm. why I couldn't do it. I can't. Well, that's why uh, Fabio, your dog, it, he doesn't shed, does he? No, no Fabio is perfect. perfect. Exactly. Fabio right. is <laughs> perfect. Thank right. you. To Paul and Ferris, your turn now on the top ten most annoying things our pets do. Paul, I'm I'm going to let you hit this. Go ahead. Barking. Barking. Absolutely. Going to be on the list. If, if it's not. If that's number one, I'm going to poop my pants. But if it's, not, if it's not on the list, this is a fake list. It is not on the list. <laughs> fake list. Fake it's list. It's not in the top ten. Uh, it fake is list. in the top 20. Too much barking or yowling is in the top 20, but not yowling. in the top 10. <laughs> oh, that's not on you. Don't feel bad about so, yourself. Okay, thank you. Back to Coriel and Ashley. The top 10 annoying things our pets do. Ashley. Okay, so I have a zoo, if you guys don't know, at my house. She does. And um, every time my cats make it downstairs, I wake up to something broken that they've shoved off of a shelf. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> okay, you're going to go with... So, like, uh, it's so like fetched, damaging like... things, breaking things. Okay, that's what you guys are going to go with? Okay. Yeah. Here's your answer. Knocking stuff off shelves, yes. breaking things, comes in at number nine. Beautiful. All right, back to Still Paul counts. and Ferris. Oh, beautiful. It's Paul and Ferris, the most annoying things our pets do. Paul, uh, as the owner of a perfect pet, I'm not familiar. No, I'm <laughs> I honestly don't have any answers because my no pet's idea. perfect. Uh, no, I do have ideas, but do you have another one you'd like to contribute? How about licking themselves? Sure. Excessive I, cleaning. Not only does the visual just... Mm, make you cringe. The sound alone. Oh yeah. Oh god. It's yeah. We're we are gonna go with sloppy. That. Gonna, gonna go with <laughs> cleaning themselves. <laughs> Sloppily Not cleaning themselves in the top ten. This is wow. I feel really bad right this now. This is wow. Yeah, she's oh, throwing, the throwing the game. Throwing the game. She's throwing the game. All right, back to Corey and Ashley. You guys just need this one to win. Ashley, I mean. what do you think? Does anyone else's animals like howl in their sleep and wake you up in the middle of the night? Oh, I don't know. Is that just a husky thing? (laughs) Could be a husky thing. Husky thing. Um, yeah, we could do like doggy nightmares. I was thinking also, um, like constantly eating something that they shouldn't be eating. Begging for begging food. Begging for food. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's do begging for food. Begging for food. Okay, begging for food. For the win! Wow! Wow! So here's your. Here's your. Okay, calm down. Here's your top 10 things that annoying things pets do. Number 10, bringing live animals into the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, knocking stuff off shelves, breaking things in at number nine. How about eight, pooping and your, stuff. Eight yeah. was your cat walking across your laptop when you're trying to work. Oh. Uh, seven, your dog refusing to go outside to pee in bad weather. Mm. Mm-hmm. Six was making strange sounds in their sleep. Oh, yeah. That was, what? That's exactly yep. what she said. That's literally what she said. Yep. Five was begging for food. Four, waking you up in the middle of the night or before your alarm. Shedding came in at number three. Waiting by the door, but then you open it and they won't go out. And at number two. 
And the number one thing that's the most annoying thing pests do. Oh, Puke it on the carpet. The arch of the back and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a whole body experience. The whole yeah. experience. Full body. Well, congratulations, oh. Ashley. Nice you and job, Coriel Ashley. Tied things up between Coriel and Ferris. You've got yourself a pair of tickets to the Saunders County Fair in Wahoo with One Randall look. King and Greg Morgan. Paul, thanks for playing. That's JP Makes His Guess. Coming up next with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Thank you, Ferris. You're welcome, JP. I was worried her brain was going to explode after the centuries. Always a pleasure. So I'm glad you were what here. What a delight. To balance things out for us. <laughs> Coming yeah. up, we'll get you the nitty gritty from Music City. It's Kicks. Good morning. Wake up. In the morning. The Kicks Morning Show with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. There's something you don't see every day. But it might become a regular thing. Um, some Myrtle Beach restaurants along Ocean Avenue are now requiring a credit card and ID, such as like a driver's license, to hold on to before you can sit down to eat. Ooh, hmm. Why? I'm trying to think of the purpose for that. One restaurant. Before you can sit down to eat? Yeah, you have to like turn over a credit card and an ID. The only thing I can think of is if they have like certain dine, like silverware or like cups and stuff they don't want you to take. Because you well, usually have to turn just, your ID for like a Moscow Mule cup because they're so right. expensive. Or like for if you, like, you want to start a tab and you leave your ID. What? No, you usually leave your card. Oh, credit card. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there's a restaurant called Riptide, spelled T-Y-D-Z, rooftop grill and bar that has implemented this policy earlier this year, uh, according to their general manager. Uh, there was a person in visiting from uh, Myrtle Beach. So she left the restaurant after being told by staff that an ID and credit card would be required to hold on to during seating. She made a Facebook post and has a bunch of likes and shares with uh, a bunch of... Is it to cut down on dining and dashing or what? So he, she, she says, uh, I do understand the reasoning, but if a customer has cash, they shouldn't have to give you your driver's license and a credit card for them to hold. Too much scamming and identity theft going on. There's another restaurant that also enforces this policy, mostly to keep people from dining and dashing. We've had a big problem during the so, summer yeah, months with a lot of plate people walking out with the, of their tabs. If they're not comfortable with that option, we have a pay-as-you-go option. You can just order things, and it's like grabbing a drink. Then you pay for your drink as soon as you get it. I mean... I mean, that that could be a possibility for, for Husker it, though, games coming that, up. I see it. If, that's, if that is an issue that they have been facing, then, well, yeah. I wonder how many times that's happened during, like, Husker tailgating. You're downtown, you're getting food, or you're at the yeah, NBC Suites, and you really got somebody there. I never about that. I wonder if I that wonder actually if that happens. So, happens. are you in favor or against turning your ID and a credit card over to get service? I'd be fine with it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, what else? Why else would you need your ID and your credit card? Unless you, like, unless for some reason you need to multitask and, like, order something on your phone online from something else or whatever. While you're waiting around for food or something. I guess you would maybe have to ask for your stuff back, and that would be kind of annoying. But Okay, here's the perfect example. But you're already there to eat, so, like, why does it matter? Well, here's the perfect example of where it could go awry. Like, say you go to a restaurant or a place on Husker game day Saturday and you're in there, you give them your ID credit card and you pay and everything's done and the server doesn't give you your stuff back. You end up in Memorial stadium without your ID, without your card. 
Yeah, that would be the hard part. Leave. That would be the hard part. But you, but yeah. I think that's what I, this lady's I, arguing I, the most. It's like, it feels like they're trying to like scam us. It definitely us. leaves room for that error, but I think that would happen way less than you would anticipate. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, the service, it's on them and the restaurant to make sure they get stuff Like, back to I people. personally walk away from my bar tabs and leave my card there and open. Like, I will definitely do that. I don't You'll think forget to do that. I've never yeah. not been given my card back. Okay. But I can see that definitely. Just if if that's something that you are facing, a lot of dining and dashing. Yeah, I would do it. Okay, and it's like and, fine. Take your business elsewhere. Then you wouldn't have a problem with a, a restaurant or a, a bar doing something like that. No. Okay. I was. I'm. I'm the same way too. Because chances feel like- are you're gonna if it's worth it to you if the food's good enough or if it's worth it you're gonna go. And it's yeah. really not going to bother you. Not going to bother you. Okay. Yeah. It's well, like there's a million other places for you to go that won't do that. Right. <laughs> you know? It seems like so far, just like in like resort type places like Myrtle Beach or whatever, vacation spots. But it could possibly happen here, too. I, I mean, also think um, dining, like the whole experience and everything there is a little different because everything is just like wide open always. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it leaves a lot more opportunity for people to just saunter slip. in yeah. and out, slip yeah. in and out, you know, because here it's yeah. a lot harder. It's like it's like one freaking door to get in and out, you know, and <laughs> you're true. all in the same four walls, baby. You're not really going anywhere. That's true. OK, well, maybe that'll happen. Uh, just be aware of something like that. And uh Hopefully it it can work out okay for How about everybody. you don't dine and dash you yeah. Delta Bravos? <laughs> That's exactly right. Country mornings are the when you open your eyes. You're waking up with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Every morning. All of us on this show love things that seem like they're real, but maybe not real. We like supernatural, we like yeah. paranormal, we like Area 51, weird Bigfoot. stuff. Loch Ness Monster. The conspiracies. Uh, here's like that an- one time you didn't believe me when I told you that there's always a big phallic symbol that somebody puts onto the frozen lake, lake of Pine, nope, Pine Lake, South oh, Lincoln, right. every that's winter. Right. I remember that. Using their feet. I remember you saying that. Somebody does it every And I year. had people come to my aid. And they, they said, said, yeah, it's no, true. It's, a, it's a regular thing that happens it's true. every year. Um, well, how about the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> You believe in the Loch Ness monster or no, Coriel? I believe the idea of it, but I don't think Loch Ness is real. Oh, the the Loch Ness itself is real because it's like a body of water. It's a okay. Sorry, Loch Ness monster. Yeah, the monster Nessie. Nessie's all oh, Nessie. Nessie's been nicknamed. Nessie. Well, the existence of the Loch Ness monster may just be plausible after all. A university <gasps> study. What? So this mythical Scottish beast has been a part of folklore. For, folklore for folklore for centuries parkour parkour um and they have there have been countless apparent sightings of this mysterious creature but of course very few among us actually think nessie exists however scientists at the university of bath and the university of portsmouth in the uk and a university in morocco have found small plesiosaur fossils in a 100 million year old river system near the Morocco's Sahara Desert. Okay. So these fossils include bone and teeth from a three meter long adults and an arm bone from a 1.3 meter long baby plesiosaur. (gasps) What? They hint that these creatures routinely lived and fed in fresh water alongside frogs, crocodiles, turtles, fish, and huge aquatic dinosaurs, the Spinosaurus. All of these names that you're saying also are just, that's kind of a lot. The the fossils suggest that plesiosaurs 
were adapted to tolerate fresh water, possibly even spending their lives like uh, today's river dolphins. There are such things as river dolphins yeah. instead of ocean dolphins. When I learned that, first time I learned that, I was I didn't believe it. You didn't it. believe it either? Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yes, it's very plausible well, that the Loch Ness Monster is a, a plesiosaur <laughs> and just is stuck there and keeps procreating with another one of them, and they have babies, and it's been there for forever. Is that how that works? Yeah. I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's like... Uh, like life will find a way where they're just it's all it's all females in the park and somehow there's a baby oh yeah yeah like, yeah like Jurassic that whole thing. park yeah no but i'm pretty sure it's uh yeah so that's the thing well the average the average depth of loch ness i don't know this off the top of my head i don't want to sound smarter than i am i was waiting for you to like actually have a thing right? i googled it mm-hmm. is 433 feet deep but the max depth is almost 750 feet okay so, so Nessie could be there with, with almost being eight hundred feet deep. Yep, there has to be something weird down there. Uh huh. There's got to be weird stuff. So there you go. Like those, yeah. So our friends that are traveling to Ireland for the Husker Northwestern game, yes, book a day to go to Scotland to mm-hmm. to Loch Ness and go check out Nessie for us. Yes, yes, and bring <laughs> back proof. Yes, we need proof of proof of life. I don't care how you do it. Just leave leave Nessie alone. Oh, you know, like okay. don't 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 bring back like you know. I'm not like off with her head. Or oh something. God, Coriel. I'm not. You know, I'm not like you know. Show just proof a, of life a that picture way. Picture or a video would work. Yeah, or like maybe just like ask her if uh, if she would spare some like scales or something <laughs> or I don't know. Hey, are you real? Yes. Can I? Okay, can cool. I? Can I peel off a couple of little scales from you flakes? real quick? Just so I can it's prove not, that you're real. That's not how dinosaurs are. They don't have flakes. But the scales, scales are like flaky. Dinosaurs have scales. I don't think dinosaurs have scales. So now you're saying Loch Ness is a dinosaur. I'm not saying that either. Okay, well then what would that have to do with Loch well, Ness? No, no, I'm sorry. They're saying it, it, it's, a, it's a dinosaur. They, they're they saying it's a dinosaur. So they are saying Loch Ness is yeah, a dinosaur. Yeah, Loch Ness is a dinosaur. <sighs> you are confusing today. The plesiosaur is a dinosaur, and that's Loch Ness Well, I'm Ness sure monster. there's some crusty, scabby part. I mean, she's an old lady. Okay. Right, you know, well, getting a little shave into that. Okay, so believe what you will. <sighs> and maybe, just maybe, the Loch Ness Monster is real. Yes. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Turn it up. Wake up. Wake up. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. If you missed any of the show, you can catch up on our podcast at kzkx.com, including the ridiculousness that is Coriel. <laughs> uh, and then also be sure to join us tonight for this amazing sound to happen in your ear holes. Ear holes. Little Big Town's live at the Pinewood Bowl. With, of course, Boondocks, one of their biggest hits. We could do a little. Oh, yeah. Or we could go out on a. So, Little Big Town and Lindsay L. live tonight at Pinewood Bowl. They have put out, kind of let everybody know. 
Uh, of course, like the rules and stuff with what's going on tonight mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, gates open. The ticket box office opens at 6, doors at 7. Uh, the event itself starts at 8. Lindsay L. will be opening up, so be sure to get out there. And again, clear bags and small clutch-sized purses are allowed. I wanted to reiterate that part okay. because the last few times I've been there, there seems to be a lot of people getting turned away to put your bags yeah. back in your car. Yeah. So just because it's do smaller doesn't mean it's probably small enough. So really, honestly, if you're not sure, don't bring the bag. Just bring yeah. a clear one. And as long can, as you got a clear bag, you're fine. But Sessions are cashless, and they all accept all major credit cards and mm-hmm. debit cards. So, be aware of that. And uh, parking too. You can park there till um, what? Till the show's over. Park hours until eleven p.m. So don't leave your car there. Okay. Just a couple things to know. Little Big Town tonight. Uh, Lindsay L two at Pinewood Bowl. Tickets still available. Like a handful of them on our website at kzkx.com. Right. So I would hurry and get yours. Grab yours. So you can join us for the fun. Have a great day. We'll be back with the free fun Friday tomorrow. Meg is in next. Hey.